<laughs> we might need we might need Gabe's mic up a little bit. Okay. We are from Oklahoma, so you know we have nothing to to be proud That's of been... here. Yeah. <laughs> no one's proud a neighboring of state. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back to Rabbit Troop Sucks. We're uh, with a group of a million people in this room. We almost had more people in this room today. Uh, and I think that was just going to get bananas. But we are a podcast about obscure, overlooked, and some kind, sometimes forgotten about films. And today we are back with some regulars and some uh, first timers. As always, I'm Paul. Next to me is Mike. Next to me is Lamar. Hello. And a screen in front of us is our friend Jeremy. And then Hello. N- newcomers, Chang and Gabe. Hi, guys. Hey. 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 Guys, this is, this is a big uh, big room. Yeah, we almost had a couple other people. That's 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 insane. And Jer- Jeremy is coming to us uh, remotely, so we could always like angle the computer or do whatever uh, so he feels like there are other people in this room outside <laughs> of me and Mike. I always feel he's just I know looking at are... me and Mike. <clears throat> I know there are other people. I don't need to see them. I know they're there. <laughs> Before we get into the epic masterpiece, because I believe that's the only word we could use to describe 1988's Action Jackson, starring <laughs> Carl Weathers, and back again in our uh, scope is Vanity, a uh, second time around that we're going to have a Vanity movie, and probably a third one on the near horizon. So, uh, cool. But Jeremy, we got to talk business. You didn't like Manborg. You're breaking my heart. No, <laughs> no, I did not like Manborg. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow I mean, I just, no, I couldn't do it. It looked like they had made that movie by like, like some guy had found the old software that they used to make like the Mortal Kombat yeah. video games. They and they, had, they, made they were movie. like, oh, we can make a movie out of this. Yeah, that, that's not really too far off from how that movie was made. Is that really the story? Just the software? No, I, didn't, no, well, I think but... this guy had some software, and, and I think the trivia was uh, the director basically made this in his garage for like a thousand dollar budget. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, I th- you could tell it. It wasn't. It, there wasn't a lot of money involved. But I, I... but a thousand dollars went a long way with that film. And you didn't like the humor of Manborg. There is no heaven. <laughs> <laughs> there is no I, heaven, Jeremy. <laughs> I couldn't get. I like. I just couldn't get into it i just couldn't do it and i've i've watched it twice oh because wow. i li- i watched it and then i listened to the podcast and then i'm like do i need to watch this again yes. like i watched it again i'm like yep i i know i think it's not, th- it's i think third time's it. gonna be a charm well I'll, I'll definitely lead you more to astron six movies it definitely won't be the last one we do well but- so i watched a uh, a preview of the um like one of them were like the little kids like capture a demon of some nature i can't remember the name of it though oh psycho uh, gorman oh yeah yeah i saw I a preview of that gorman. and it actually looked pretty funny so oh, i don't know i'm always willing to do psycho gorman <laughs> also i don't know if you oh, you can't see gabe's face at all but our friend gabe when he does you know end up dying on the floor i do feel i'm going to be the one to be like there is no heaven your last words to you <laughs> that you're going to hear on this earth are there is no heaven i'm dying dead no no just in this hypothetical <laughs> oh, did no one tell you yeah, yeah that's not, i didn't sign up for that no it's just just a random hypothetical oh, that you okay. will when you are inevitably dying will yeah there there was a memo she'll site. be there and yeah. i'm gonna be like gabe there's no heaven and she's gonna wink at you and not <laughs> <laughs> that's it buddy <laughs> Take it easy. So when we had the 50th episode, 
Uh, what was said most was lot of 80s action or more action-oriented films on the radar, and I believe that is what we're going to have uh, upcoming. Uh, may, like not every episode, but uh, we have some ideas, and we kind of scratched out it uh, as a draft. But yeah, today we're going to cover Carl Weathers, Vanity is Noted, <laughs> Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Coming from nowhere. You know Craig T., the coach. Um, super bizarre film. Uh, Action Jackson, holy God! I don't even know how to start this. I can start it off I by it. <laughs> just admit. I gotta admit something. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a Coach fan. Okay, and I watched oh, nice. a lot of episodes of Coach. I, I, I'm a Craig T. Nelson fan, just from Coach. Did, I don't know any of his other that works. For you, or? no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's very. He's really bizarre in this movie. Also, we're gonna get into it, but it's just. Odd seeing Craig T. Nelson sure. as a main villain. Also, real quick, does anyone know what this movie was about? Well, that's the trivia that <laughs> okay. no one knows what this movie was about. Um, a little bit. Um, I was trying to piece together what you mean plot wise. Just yeah. like I, I pieced together a large portion of it. I think okay. I can get sure. But like, if you, if you go through like the IMDb trivia, like a, a lot of holdups on this film were no one knew what the hell was going on, and they had to have like people explain it to them. And so my wife and I watched this. Uh, and, uh, we're both like, yeah, like the major concepts I get, but like this movie is so needlessly complex in part of the plot lines. And I don't mean that as a compliment, like it's like not a, edited very well. Yes, yes. That's the thing. Yeah. 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 I feel a lot of, um, the, of the exposition that explains what's happening in this movie is shoehorned in randomly. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's when you're trying to piece together what the plot is, it's really convoluted in the end and that's kind of how I pieced it together. So yeah, this movie was trying to do weird stuff. You want this kind of movie. You need to be ultra formulaic. It should be rogue cop doing rogue cop, shitty shit mm-hmm. problem with rogue cop. Uh Oh, rogue cop realizes someone who the society has deemed good is actually doing bad stuff. But rogue cop has a bad reputation. Instead it was like, Weird side drug deals. My son doesn't have an arm, which is amazing. <laughs> which is going to get to my favorite quote, which I've always wanted to see this film from. Um, yeah, like what the hell? Vanity, uh, needless, uh, Sharon Stone back and forth. I don't know. But when so, Carl Weathers is being Carl Weathers, it's amazing. Carl Weathers, he came up, apparently, according to IMDb, he came up with this movie while they were making Predator, which was released a year previous to this, and there are okay. four people from Predator yeah, in this are. movie. And there are Predator posters when they're on the street. Oh, really? I yeah, didn't notice that. I missed that. Yeah, somewhere in my notes, uh, I'll note, uh, I want to say like Sharon Stone or someone's like runs to the street and they run past like 17 Predator posters, like now playing at the, like the, the multiplex yeah. or whatever. That's cool. I didn't notice that. I knew, I knew there was some kind of predator tie-in because of the cast that you mentioned, Jeremy. Like, there's a lot of people roaming around that I've seen in not only Predator, but another Schwarzenegger movie that I'll mention later. Yeah, the, the uh, going back to Jeremy, uh, we did Surf Ninjas uh, last week, and I meant to mention you know, going who's like associated with these films. Sometimes that's the most fun part, and I forgot to say. In Surf Ninjas, that was uh, the screenwriter of Real Genius with Val Kilmer. I was like, oh my God. Okay. Wow. I was like, that's insane. Like, that's super notable. And he had he had other things uh, behind him, too. So, yeah, watching Action Jackson and having like a crew from Predator uh, definitely piqued my interest. And I think Sonny Leone, who's like the, the Native American guy that 
always plays like a complete nut job in any movie that he's in. Mm-hmm. Like he must have it in a contract that you have to wield like just ungodly knives because he <laughs> always seems to have like giant knives that he's wielding in his movies. So I saw a millisecond of that guy, like like his first appearance in the movie, and immediately I looked at my wife. I'm like, is that the guy from Big Trouble in Little China? <laughs> I was like, regardless of the 50 other films, I was like, and I told my wife, I was like, he always has two knives. I think that's the guy. <laughs> and when you look at him, he looks like the icon from Who Hot. <laughs> I think that's in his contract. He always has two Are you knives. aware of this restaurant, Jeremy? I've heard of Who Hot, yes. <laughs> yeah, just type in H-U hot. And it, it, it looks like just uh, a man frowning um, who wants you to come in for his Mongolian food. Um, I want to, but he's, he seems like he's judging me. And you might have two knives to cut me up with. Oh, you're, you're talking about Endo from Lethal yeah, Weapon. Yeah. yeah, okay, got it. Yeah. Who hot? Who hot, yeah. <laughs> I love Endo. So, Chang and Gabe, yes. on a scale of 9 to 10, how much did you love Action Jackson? <laughs> uh, wait, what's the scale? 9 to 10. 9 to 10. Uh, 9.2. Nice. Okay. Nice. Uh, Chang? You loved it. Three. No, it's 9 to 10. Oh, 9 to 10? 9. Nice. Okay. Oh. Nice. Would immediately put a smaller ten. score. Yeah. Ten, 10. 10 for you, Gabe? Uh, 9.2. Nine, okay. And Mike? This is. I like this movie a lot. I'd give it a 10. What? Yeah. That's great. This movie was fun for me. Yeah. It, it is. It's a fun one. It'll be a fun one to talk about. <laughs> it's mindless fun. yeah i'm gonna go with the quick imdb uh summary vengeance drives a tough detroit cop to stay on the trail of a power hungry auto magnet who is systematically eliminating his competition um i really feel i enticed my wife uh who is from detroit into this movie and there's all these awesome like for reals i love uh city shots when we talked about vice versa jeremy was on it i love the exterior of you know chicago and they zoom in and this does have a bunch of opening detroit sequences and immediately the first trivia my wife read was uh the opening sequences of detroit are the only scenes filmed in detroit and everything else is filmed in california <laughs> but as they're showing things uh, she's like oh i know that theater i know that street and she's making comments and that quickly ends so they start. just got city scene shots from detroit and then immediately just shot from <laughs> la lot or something that like that correct. right yeah that's yeah sucks. second unit photography spent like three hours in detroit and then it was all California yeah, from did. there. I thought I saw some palm trees in the back. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably too dangerous to shoot it in Detroit. <laughs> probably. Even, the, even with Carl there. On the plus side, I'm glad we have another um, uh, Detroit cop representative. Mm-hmm. Um, I can put Action Jackson up there on my um, list of my other favorite two Detroit police officers, uh, Mr. Axel Foley. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, note... I didn't know this. Vanity was one of the writers of Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, really? Yeah, she is credited wow. as one really? of the writers. Yeah, I was like, okay. Huh. Uh, did not know that. All right. Her trivia is later in life she renounced Hollywood and uh, was like, I'm done with all of this, and just quit and like did other stuff. Yeah, when I was looking her up, um, I saw that she just disappeared. Maybe two or three movies after this, and pff, I don't know. She looks great this movie. I'll tell you that. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm Both sorry. Her and Sharon Stone. You're like, oh, oh my, my god. god. Yeah. <laughs> this is 
<laughs> this is the 80s before you want it. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is the second movie we're watching with Sharon Stone. The other movie was uh, the Alan Quarter main movie. Yep. And the more I'm seeing young Sharon Stone, I am truly feeling she got like a raw deal as an actor. I just feel she had way, like, I'm not saying like basic instinct or anything. That was like the pinnacle of her career. And she became like this huge sex symbol because of this. But like, I don't know. Like, I really liked her in this film, and I liked her in the Alan Quartermain film, and I just think she's kind of a mix of comedic and fun. Uh, like, she's, like, she's, like, the per like, I thought she was a great sidekick in Alan Quartermain, even though it wasn't, like, a great movie, but I thought she did well. And her character here only had a bit part, but I don't know. I just feel, like, what the hell happened? Yeah. I, I... Like, she was, like, in these comedy adventure movies, and then it was like, nah. Yeah. Like, now you're in... Basic instinct and sliver, and now that's all you could be in. Like, she got really typecast, and then, you know, you can't do that forever. Or I uh, would imagine people don't want to do that forever. That's true. You need to have her come on, tell her story. Sharon Stone, you, know, you are there's, 100%. There's a room on the couch next to Paul. Totally. Yeah. Sharon Stone, you are 100% invited to Rally Church. I'll, I'll come back for that. <laughs> Our friend Gabe's going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> if that entices you. <laughs> yeah, I would fly in for that one. Okay. It seems like we got everyone coming into town. But only to discuss this movie and nothing else, not of her course. career or anything. <laughs> she just wants to talk about her Action Jackson bit. And she's barely in this movie. And That's great. She's second yeah. billing, but like, I want to say a total of five minutes. So some of my first notes are on the soundtrack. The soundtrack throughout this movie is Bananagrams. Part of it opens up like, pizzicato strings the plucking of a violin like bink bonk bink that's later and it becomes super cartoony it honestly sounds like the roadrunner is going after you know or i'm sorry uh who goes after the roadrunner it's like wiley, wiley coyote. coyote you know yeah. who, wiley e. you know who did the music for this who? herbie hancock are you serious <laughs> yeah. All, none of that surprises me yeah. uh was he aware of what the movie was? no pro probably not and then, because I know the opening is this cool, like, broken bell chimey sound. Oh, and it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, very, like, ambient. And I was like, all right. But then later, it's this, like, weird cartoon, uh, like, like skulking around music. Like, bop, bop, bop. You're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Super bizarre. Uh, as we noted, a lot of opening sequences of Detroit. Um I do have a note that some rando is drinking a King Cobra <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, beer, and I still have a King Cobra shot glass from when I was a youngster. Me and my brother went to Anheuser-Busch in Missouri for the tour, uh, a brewery tour. I was about 12 years old. Clearly, at the end, they're like, hey, you could have a 7-Up, and they gave me pretzels. But my mom had a real beer and they're like, you could have a free beer. What do you want? And my brother convinced my mom to get King Cobra malt liquor. <laughs> what the and because hell? of that, I got a souvenir shot glass. And Did they give that, it to her in like a paper bag? Yeah, oh, here and, you go. and that is typically the shot glass Lamar uses uh, that I've had ever since I was a kid. That King Cobra malt liquor shot glass. Wow, Paul, I've known you for decades. <laughs> and I, every time I've done shots with you at your place i've done shots through that shot glass yep. <laughs> <laughs> i've never known the story behind that so wow somewhere in this house i do believe i have a planet hollywood chicago shot glass as well <laughs> uh, that's probably like a million dollars oh did you uh did you all read that uh hard rock cafe is closing in denver i did what? i did i, I tried to get I, I tried to get a shirt online apparently you can't yeah. and i guess i could go downtown but i don't care enough I, yeah i can pick you one i can pick you one <laughs> 
Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah, if like you're there, uh, I, I yeah, I'll, I'll 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 let you know. Okay. Like people are now selling stuff online, and I was like, I don't care. Like no. I just wanted like a plain black hard rock, t- like iconic uh, T-shirt, and then um, it says Denver. I'm a simple. We man. we can do it. Yeah. I'm a simple man with simple requests. So in in this opening scene where the guy and his secretary are drinking King Cobra, <laughs> you know who his secretary is? No. It's the mom from Goonies. Oh yes, my God, that's awesome. Is. She's the second person from Goonies in this movie. And she was also in Beverly Hills Cop. Wow. There is a how, connection how you know going on. I know everything. The, I host, the 80s connection. I host one of the preeminent movie podcasts. Mike is the co-host of a, of a movie podcast. Yeah. He does does his research. And with, I, I have IMDb inter- open when yeah, I'm watching. With, there you with go. With internet technology. Oh I, oh, I see it now. Yeah. Okay. I got my notes. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. yeah. Something an executive knows a producer who knows a director who knows a crewman who knows a janitor and that's how they all know each other. Well, everyone that was in this movie was in a million other movies that were just like this. Yeah. Yes. So Jeremy noted that the editing of this film is bad. Like it's like, let's not dance around it. Like I know Gabe has already been like, oh my God, do you like this movie? <laughs> Mike, I also like this movie. Hell yeah. Um, for what it is, clearly, like no one, no one gave no one's like this is like an award-winning Academy Award-winning film. But for like a cool '80s action flick, I'm totally in. It really is taken down by this like jarring editing that alters the storyline and again makes it a little needlessly complex. And the crappy part about it is, I think if this movie was more successful, there definitely would have been a sequel. And it's Carl Weathers. I would have totally watched it. Yeah. Well, there are several scenes in this movie that, like, they end, they go to another scene, and then they come back to that scene, and you're like, why didn't you just show the full scene? Like, there's no reason to mix up I these scenes. That, yes, yeah. right. They had to edit it in that weird cartoon music. It's almost <laughs> like we got to put it somewhere. <laughs> At some point in time, Mike's going to love this. I downloaded a sound app on my phone just because it was free. Like, God, I'm not paying money. But it had so many sounds, and uh, yeah, some of them are like, when, when when would you ever use this? But I'll load one up. Mike could move along the story. I we're just going to we're just gonna chalk all this up to cocaine use in the 80s. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's yeah, I would assume that's what people were paid in, to be on, be on this. <laughs> there you go. I mean, Vanity was, I think, actually doing that heroin throughout this movie. <laughs> like, are we are we still rolling? I guess, but like, this is your yeah. complimentary heroin. <laughs> you know, Mike, you say that, but there's some scenes where she's clearly method acting, and I think that's the method. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's the... <laughs> Man, I hope you have the uh, sad trombone sound effect I mean, that, on that that's here, there. But... <laughs> that's probably what I want to There's just like... <laughs> Yeah, there's just like yeah, there's just like weird phrases after a while. If I could find one. Yeah. Oh, there's some weird phrases in this movie. I'm gonna bring up. I want to hear like the uh, like the losing on prices right sound. Classic. I don't even know. No, what was that? I, I don't. I don't okay. know. There's so many. <laughs> I don't know. I, that's not fun. No. It's <laughs> not fun at all. I see, you got your money's worth out of this app. I told you it was free. <laughs> I, would not, I, would not, I would not have it. Oh, there's some hoorays. Oh, there we go. For all of you Australian ris- listeners. Crikey. 
crying. <laughs> that only makes me want to do the Crocodile Dundee series now, but only part three, which I have not seen <laughs> and probably will never see. Oh, wow. Unless you review it for you. Do you know, podcast. like, part three, I came out, like, t- like within the last 10 years. Really? Like, yes. Really? Wow. <laughs> is, like, Paul, is Paul Hogan still alive? Paul Hogan yeah, is the lead in that film. No, I know, but is he alive now? Yeah. That was my first question. Yeah, okay. He was killed by a crocodile. He must, yeah. he's, he must be 80 years old by now. That's you age differently right. when you're from in Australia. Australia, of course. Yeah. yeah, I mean, fucking Harrison Ford just got done acting in another Indiana Jones movie. Oh, yeah. true. Well, like, Paul Hogan, in Australian years, he's 180. So, oh, okay. so he's now more like a bone wraith, just okay. like flying around <laughs> Australia. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't know if you knew, I didn't know if you knew that. I, I didn't. Little known secrets. <laughs> does, does he pop up to tell you when it's jerking time? <laughs> it's jerking time. <laughs> he will always pop up and tell you this. Okay. Chang, what were some of your favorite moments of Action Jackson before we just jump into this? <laughs> My favorite moments? Um, I don't know. Some of the lines, they just don't really make sense to me. For example, when that uh, Action Jackson first meets what's that lady's name Sharon Stone she's like oh I'm gonna change your mind about my fiance and then they didn't show anything that she did and then (laughs) she's like I guess I didn't change your mind I was like you didn't do anything good call out (laughs) she she ran around I don't know if all of you knew this, but if you were a white woman in 1988, if you just ran aimlessly on the streets, people knew. People knew, people, people knew there was danger. Like, why is this woman running around? We, we should join her. <laughs> right? Um, I don't know why I have this, but I wrote, Dude Frank grabs gun dead. Oh, there's a ceiling jump down from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Some guy comes down from a chain, right? Well, yeah, some, like, fat cat guy and, and the mom from Goonies are oh. wor- working late or whatever. And, and wait, and sorry, uh, this is where I took quick notes, so I don't uh-huh. mean to interrupt, but, like, there is now a character thread throughout the entirety of the film. It is like a pseudo-criminal. It's a comedic moment that this guy keeps running into Action Jackson. Do you guys know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I do. Yeah. Is he here now? No. Okay. He's here in a little bit. He, he gets arrested yeah. in the next scene. Yeah. He's in the opening credits, but this is like the prelim. Yeah. 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 So this lady, this guy, they're talking about, oh, somebody died. They're like, yeah, we should just continue on what we're doing. And then like the lights go out, like something weird happens. And yeah, people drop through the ceiling. The world's loudest assassins drop through the ceiling. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I totally forgot about this. I think it's just basically like some law group, and they're like, we're going to put these people behind bars, and blah, 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 and these assassins come in, and are like, nope. <laughs> and yeah, it's yeah. like, this, I don't mind any of the action, but yeah, as Jeremy noted, the loudest assassins, this is also like a needless moment. Like, some rando could have walked in with a gun and a silencer and offed both these people. Yeah. Instead, they're like <laughs> crashing through ceilings and windows, <laughs> like throwing furniture, like... Any cop in Detroit's just going to be like, holy God, like, I don't think this was an accident. Uh, I'm pretty sure someone came in and just, like, wrecked the shit out of the shop. Like, like what the hell? Yeah. yeah. Well, it wouldn't have had the same impact. That's yeah, true. Would, yeah. have a, would it have a deep impact? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to summer. Take that, everybody. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, well, they, they're both dead now. Yeah. 
After this, this man shoots 17 shots out of his pistol without reloading. And then he got blown. I think he got blown out of a window by like a rocket launcher. Yeah, he... Oh, he yeah. caused he caused fifty thousand dollars <laughs> worth of damage with these seventeen bullets. Yeah. You know, sometimes when you yeah. hire assassins, it's not about the stealth and the cleanliness of the kill. You're just hiring people who are having a good time. They're like, I'm not even making money off this. They're like, I'm in it for the sport. I'm gonna blow up everything and it's gonna be a disaster. But I don't really make any money on this, so I get it. I'll tell you who wasn't having a good time are the people that were trying to enjoy a nice leisurely dinner and then a flaming corpse fell to the ceiling onto their, you know, their table. I mean, yeah. How do you say hello? <laughs> it's a cultural thing. Have you been to Detroit? That's true. That's I have. <laughs> I've done, I've, I've worked in Detroit, uh, several times actually. Positive experiences. Um, not really. I worked in with schools uh, in yeah. Detroit, and I worked with the worst schools in yeah, Detroit. Oh, and they were in areas that, uh, yeah, that you you don't want to leave your car parked outside of like the the fenced in area. Yeah, some of those areas Jeremy are, is talking about, I only know again because my wife is from Detroit, and like sometimes when we've seen like more uh, travel shows, we would watch the ones that we could recognize and. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, people literally have burned their houses down just to collect insurance money and get out of the area. Like, that is no joke, or just straight up abandon them. Uh, there's a couple uh, social media sites that I follow uh, where photographers go into abandoned areas, and I one of the guys I follow uh, has gone to Detroit many times, and it's old churches, police stations, like, straight up filing cabinets full of files and supplies. People just walked out, now it's like overgrowth with, you know, wooded areas and stuff. It's nuts. It's wow. crazy. That is nuts. I have this weird obsession. Not really obsession, but I just like to see just dilapidated neighborhoods and cities. I've taken trips to Atlanta. I've been to St. Louis. Just seen just old neighborhoods just run down. I've never been to Detroit, but I can only imagine from the stories I hear, it's probably one of the worst in the United States. I think Detroit's super awesome. I'm not like definitely talking shit about it. There's just areas as Jeremy is noting. It's just, yeah. it's like very unfortunate, but like Detroit has a, like a, a killer like music scene. Um, it has uh, up and coming food areas. Uh, super yeah. cool. Just like, you know, again, like any major city, there's just going to be uh, as noted, just rundown areas. And then there's a lot of crime and problems. It's really unfortunate. But you got Action Jackson, so who the hell cares? <laughs> I think yeah. a lot of the scenes in Action Jackson kind of encompasses some of the crime in Detroit. There's some scenes later that it just shows just a bunch of crime on his corners and just a bunch of bad stuff going on. I could I could see Detroit like being in the 80s, just a place where where Action Jackson is needed. Do you actually. Th- do you think on the streets? Jericho Action Jackson uh, sometimes picks up, you know, some leftovers. You think he puts them together at night? Lamar, do you think he's putting together a stew, baby? Because <laughs> now you got a stew, baby. <laughs> to get a stew going, you just got to hit a couple of Detroit street corners. <laughs> Jeremy, have you ever watched Arrested Development? Um, I not. I've seen like episodes, but I haven't like kept up with it i haven't seen it all the way through uh, a very early story arc uh is uh uh david cross hires carl weathers as carl weathers as his acting coach but every time they go out carl weathers is just like 
oh yeah, let's go to this restaurant and is like taking out Tupperware and just like bringing home food and doing like very <laughs> off things. Um, it was very bizarre. No, no acting guidance was really given. <laughs> just how to make stew. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm leading to another bonks area. Uh, real surprise for me, Tom Wilson, i.e. Biff Tannen. Uh, yes. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, adore, yeah. I adore, I adore this guy. He is a major character in Freaks and Geeks. He's in clearly Back to the Future. Uh, he's in this film. Everything I have ever read about this guy, start to finish, is he's one of the nicest dudes in Hollywood. And as a real shitbag, Biff Tannen, and I thought he was an amazing actor. I, I've read on several accounts that he said. Uh, he uh, took that role from him being bullied himself and just turned it around. I was like, oh, man, that's wow. awesome. So, yeah, I really like this dude. He's got a bit role, but it's kind of fun to see. Just as a, well, I didn't realize guy. it was Biff till 85% of the movie was over. And <laughs> yeah, I same saw here, his face. And I'm like, holy shit, that's a Biff from Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, I even have like, it in my notes. Yeah, he's got like a regular haircut, and he seems like a regular person, not, you know, thrown back in the 50s. Or as Mike and I have talked about... Uh, I feel that dude's acting really comes on in Back to the Future 3 as Mad Dog Tannen. Um, he is so good in that role. <laughs> yeah, that guy That guy seems awesome. I've never really seen that interview with him, but I've seen pictures of him photographed with like fans and just other celebrities. Every single, scene, every single photo I've seen is just him brimming smile, happy to be there. Just I can't picture a, him being biffed at all. Just that polar opposite. Maybe that was the coke all of you were referencing. <laughs> maybe. Just maybe. That's the frosting on the frosting flakes in Hollywood. Take that. I, I did take it. <laughs> well, we get to see some of the crime that you were referencing uh, executed by the worst criminal ever. God damn it. I don't, know what yeah. the, I don't know what his name is, um, but he's trying to steal someone's purse very mm. poorly. Uh, and he just, he just gets his ass kicked. But he also does get arrested by Biff Tannen and the other guy. Oh, yeah. Some weird sting operation. Yeah, some guy's just, like, pickpocketing people. This comes up later and bites Action Jackson uh, on the ass because he is haphazardly doing things. But, yeah, we got a couple uh, routine and regular criminals. We got this guy pickpocketing people on the streets. We have this guy who's booked in the beginning that we see who's absolutely terrified of the menace that people recognize as Action Jackson. Well, the, the cops well, the, like really playing him up too. Yeah, they play it up. They play up Action Jackson's Action Jackson's legend throughout the car ride and in the precinct. Yeah, and that's what I'm noting that with some of the music becomes really cartoony, like wah, wah, or like the strings being plucked. But yeah, we're in the police station. This guy's being arrested, and he sees Action Jackson, i.e., Carl Weathers, and is terrified. Uh, we do meet, I don't even remember his name, uh, Action Jackson did ha once have a partner, um, and that partner becomes kind of integral throughout. I kind of like this guy. I, I kind of like the rapport these two have. It's one of the only people I feel Action Jackson respects throughout. Mm -hmm. This guy, I don't even know why they put him in this movie. Yeah, I... I to give Are you talking about the guy in the white suit? Yeah. yeah. To give him a gun at yeah. the end of the movie? Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. oh, like, here you He's go. a horrible, horrible actor. Yeah. yeah. Horrible I, actor. Well, yeah, I like the rapport, but I yes, I agree with that. Uh, so the written rapport between the two, solid. The actual acting uh, of the dude is not good. <laughs> but yes, the partner goes in and then at, or to talk to the captain, and then Action Jackson goes in, and the captain 
uh, tells him, this is bananas. He's like, I have things to do, and you're going to run security for this guy who is Craig T. Nelson. And he's like, ah, you know, I have a history with Craig T. Nelson. So the back history, to save us a lot of time in this movie, is uh, Action Jackson, Jericho Action Jackson, was a lieutenant, and he was sent on this case to find, was it Del Plain? Is that his name? Del, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Craig T. Nelson's last name, Del Plain, kind of owns this corporation, and his son was doing some dastardly deeds. And something happened, and you guys could fill me in on it somewhere, where they got into a altercation and Action Jackson ripped off his arm in addition to sending him to prison. And the captain's like, you ripped off his arm. And this is what got me into this film, because I remember this from the preview, and my brother always and I always laughing at it. He's like, you ripped off his arm. And, and Carl Weathers very seriously goes, he had a spare. <laughs> but, it's true. But... The guy's son you ripped an arm off of, you're now uh, head of security for his uh, charity gathering. So that just seems like <laughs> yeah. that, that's going to be a that's win-win. Good police, that's Detroit police work right there. <laughs> that, that, that's really setting some social standards. <laughs> no problems are going to arise from that. You got to do a lot to get fired. or Apparently he was just demoted from, I think he was a lieutenant before. Lieutenant. He demoted yeah, now he's sergeant. Sergeant, yeah. And I only know those ranks because I wrote them down. Like, what would the order would be? <laughs> Same here, Paul. Yeah. Same here. Sorry for all of you who have uh, gone up those ranks. I'm not saying that disparagingly. Yeah, I'm just definitely. Like, ranks are thrown out in movies uh, all the time, and I have no idea what the order is. Take that, world. <laughs> and the, 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 the whole thing with Carl Weathers and this guy's son is completely throwaway. It has nothing to do with the movie. It's just a way for them to know that Carl Weathers knows the bad guy in the movie. I mean, Carl Weathers could have t- taken this guy's Big Mac from McDonald's, and that would have been equally as justified because it, it serves no purpose. Yeah, well, much like most of this movie doesn't <laughs> serve any purpose in the movie. But yeah, they, just, they needed to establish that these two guys have pre-existing beef. Yeah, probably yeah. that was so just he, that uh, Action Jackson's more of a badass. And that too. he's a total beef. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been better if he had ripped his arm off and yes. beat him to death yeah. with it. You know? <laughs> yes. Right. Also, you know, regardless, Craig T. Nelson, spoiler, is a huge villain. Uh, I think any father in any situation walking into a room and be like, oh, that's the dude who ripped off my son's arm. Like, I'm so happy about this. Yeah, no. like, what What was the captain? Uh, clearly, I, I, they were not. They were not thinking. <laughs> I was going to say, what was the captain thinking? Nothing. He was not. Maybe yeah. he was requesting. Maybe I, I get the impression <clears throat> that uh, the coach doesn't really like his son very much. So maybe maybe that was a good thing for him. That's fair. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And the captain is Bill Duke. I don't know if we mentioned that. Yeah. 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 Oh, I like that guy. Introduced to him. I do as well. Yeah. We, al- we also find out here that, that Action Jackson has a law degree from Harvard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Do, Jeremy, do you ever, I mean, or have you ever watched The Office? Yes. So uh, Toby HR uh, gets into a series of books later. And, and this is what I was thinking, Mike, when you said that is a, He's like, oh, yeah, this guy, like, of this book, the series that I'm reading, he's so relatable. Um, You know, he's just, you know, a beefy guy who rides a motorcycle. He feels as comfortable on the streets as he does Air Force One. Also, he's the world's leading Egyptologist. (laughs) That's this guy. Wait, this guy, yeah, this guy's got a law degree from Harvard, and he was hired on as a Detroit cop. Like, oh, my God. Did you say Egyptologist? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. (laughs) 
And, right. and again, as comfortable on Air Force One as he is on the streets. <laughs> I do like that line. That's all. <laughs> it's on my CV. So if you ever want to read it. Wait, I mean, he said two things. He said he was a Harvard graduate and a something else. A high school track star. Yeah. Like, my, one of those is believable. Well, yeah. we, we get to meet his track buddy uh, real soon yeah, in this movie. And the movie, yeah. you know, everyone's a Harvard grad. Have you guys noticed that? Yeah. Everyone went true. to Harvard or Stanford. There's nothing else. In the 80s, that's the only way you could get on the Detroit Police <laughs> Department. Right. <laughs> They all had Harvard degrees. Oh my Harvard god! Degrees, yeah. Oh my god! Ju- ju- to become a file clerk in Detroit yeah. at the police department, PhD minimum. Of course. Mm-hmm. In probably Egyptology. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know how many crimes you could crack in in Detroit by knowing your your Egypt lore? Yeah. Egyptian lore. <laughs> You'd be, be cracking a case every yeah lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> Crack in a case, definitely. Yeah. Also, I have notes, lots of butterfly knives in this movie. Really Ooh, appreciate yeah. that. And and the butterfly knives are used as throwing knives, oh, which yeah. is mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous. <laughs> That's why I only seen uh, one scene where that, uh, the butterfly knife scene at near the end where it's thrown. Oh my God, yeah. no, blonde dude yeah. is, mm-hmm. first of all, yeah. he has multiple because he throws <laughs> one and then there's another time later, like literally five seconds later, he's got another one and he takes it out. It's like, Damn, that guy's got several butterfly knives. As a butterfly knife aficionado, I'm really surprised I missed these scenes. Yeah, we're coming up to another one. Because after that stupid <laughs> ceremony for Coach, uh, we, we cut to a boat where the blonde guy throws butterfly knives around. Well, let's get to the boat. <laughs> the one thing I just want to note about the party is, uh, as uh, Chang noted, Sharon Stone is like uh, is introduced at the party. And she's like, oh, I'm going to change your mind on my husband. And like says that later, too. Like, ah, ha, ha. Uh, and she doesn't no. <laughs> at all. And I'm, I'm, I'm digging the dress that she was wearing at this, uh, this party. Is that the Sharon Stone you love? Yeah. And no. Sharon Stone, get on, get on the podcast. Gabe is showing me pictures of knives right now. That's a butterfly. <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone in this room we may are, or may yeah. not own one from <laughs> some of my travels to Asia. Oh, so uh, nice. we're very familiar with butterfly knives, <laughs> allegedly. That's a, pretty, that's a nice Chang looking butterfly. It. Every time I have it with me. Do you do like, knife tricks? No. Yeah. You know, like when you're driving store. in the car? Yeah. Not at the grocery store. <laughs> 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 While I'm paying, I'm like, all right. <laughs> It's like a fidget spinner, nice. right? Yeah, for me. Yeah. <laughs> Your bill's gonna be twenty-seven forty-three. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe twenty-three forty-one. I yeah. found some coupons. Yeah, That's you did. True. You got the military discount, the student discount, <laughs> the acquaintance discount. True. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then we're on a boat. Yeah. We got some boat people. Yeah, boat guy, blonde guy, throws some butter nut, butterfly knives around. Hand- what were you say, say butternuts? Butternut, butternuts. Uh, handcuffs w- a bomb to somebody. Would you like my butternuts? Uh, I, I so this was everyone that's getting killed is leaders of a local auto union, auto workers union. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, nothing. That, I mean, that's fine. That, I think that normally happens anyway. Yeah. Um, but that's the plot of this movie that Craig T. Nelson or Antoine Delapois or whatever stupid name he has is like he owns a car company that makes only pontiac fieros from as far <laughs> yeah, as i can tell called, it's called the haley <laughs> the haley right <laughs> um it, it, they're pontiac fieros with like testarossa with, louvers on it yeah um, yeah and that's literally what they are they're no, pontiac fieros yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so this this guy who's going against craig t nelson's wishes gets a bomb handcuffed to him 
this was my favorite part with the goons because when they're like riding their little boat away from the boat the one guy has sunglasses on at night when the explosion happens <laughs> oh yes and it looks dope as fuck here's here's what my wife noticed while we're watching it um the guy does come in with his bold move he runs like a villain runs into a room handcuffs a metal briefcase to a guy and bolts mm-hmm. but the problem and what my wife noticed is the guy opens the briefcase and there's like seven seconds left and then the next scene the guy is like 500 feet away <laughs> yeah. already on a boat with his friends <laughs> then it explodes no, so he moves real quick like nightcrawler that guy could teleport to places so good time. well a little bit later action jackson can basically fly so oh well you know maybe that's just a detroit thing. that's why they call him action so the next scene and i really want to talk about this because i felt like i was doing many drugs when action jackson clovis get, what with clovis I don't know what that is. Yeah, the guy, the limo driver from Die Hard. Oh, no. Well, that that's great. But no, when Action Jackson is in his house, there, it's pretty inconsequential. He's just like walking around watching TV. Drinking juice? There was a woman in that room with him that is never talked about. Are you serious? Did anyone catch I this? Did really? No. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is going to be bad radio, but I'm going to show Paul first this video clip that I took because I thought I was fucking high. Is this like three men and a baby where there's... Look, you're going to see her again. It's a maid standing still in the corner of his room. What? I want to see it. But. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, take, 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 a, take. Oh, my God. Take a screenshot of that. I'm going to send that to Jeremy immediately. Send it to me. Okay. Where okay. that woman is standing. Okay. Oh my God! You may want to post um, this to you. Like an Insta, just a. She's I was chained to like a radiator. Uh, funny, right there. funny you're oh, saying that. Wow. And then funny, wait a funny you're saying that, Jeremy. I, and I was like, uh, there's like a three men and a baby. Like, are you aware of that one? There's supposed to be like a ghost. Kid. Yeah. Well, this woman's dressed like a pilgrim. Did you send it over to me, Mike? No, not yet. This is just a woman standing in the corner of his room. It isn't. I thought it was going to be like a like a, an assassin. Yeah. Just no. Ooh, I think those cuts you were mentioning, Jeremy, earlier, I think um, <laughs> I think she was edited in and out of this I, scene. I know I like this movie more and more. Now. Watch, it's uh, 9.5. 9. I think this yeah. movie deserved this. Excuse me, sir. You <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I knew this would pay wow. off all along for free money. I don't know what that means. Lamar, do you want me to send this to you? Or do you just want me to show it to you? Uh, you can show it to me. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. This is kind of freaking me out. Um, <clears throat> Good catch by Mike on that. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, so we got ghost people. I, I, I don't know how I feel about ghost people and all this. I feel pretty good, actually. I mean, that, that makes me feel right. Well, it's not the greatest editing okay. in the world for this movie, but I'm so glad that uh, some errors made it, and I'm thinking that this is an error. Is it? Right there. <laughs> Ha ha! That's good did stuff. I did. <laughs> and Jeremy, I send it to you. Ah, uh, you can see it's coming up. It is gonna come up. Oh my goodness! Who's that? Yeah, who the, who the fuck is that? Now is that a real person? What I'm, does he have a statue? I think he, that might be a statue. He has a statue of a maid in the corner. Yeah. Of I, hey, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that would be I think, the least I think it is a statue. <laughs> when it when it scans back, Jeremy, that's when it gets really weird. Now, a statue in that room, if that a room of that caliber too, is not the greatest room where you need a statue. Yeah, that's weird. In somewhere, I don't know. 
Okay. Action Jackson is into some strange catch, action. Mike. I'm so, glad you saw that. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad I just wasted all of our time. But yeah. No, for, you did not. No, did so not. We'll, we'll post that on Instagram for the, for the listeners. Um, yeah, I, I thought I was losing my mind when I saw that. I rewound it like four times. Yeah, before he gets into his apartment and apparently has a ghost made, mm-hmm. um, he has a valet, and that valet is named Clovis. And Is that Argyle? Yes. Okay, I didn't notice yes. that. And then yes. drives, drives off. He's like don't peel out and he does and it's weird because action jackson hates everyone and only loves his car and that guy peels out in the car and he's like (laughs) even action jackson takes a little chuckle like that little sob (laughs) he's like a little action jackson also what kind of bougie ass place does he live in where he's got a valet yeah, that's kind of weird for a, you know... A on a cop salary? Yeah. On a Harvard graduate <laughs> oh, salary, friend. now it makes sense. You get perks. You get perks when you get those kind of degrees. Yeah, yeah that valet came with the Harvard degree <laughs> that he earned. That's not for the building. That's his personal valet. <laughs> it's my Harvard valet. Yeah. As, as someone with a doctorate, uh, Gabe, you did not get all these perks? I did not. That you don't have a valet? No. Jesus. Yeah, yeah you... You 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 signed the wrong contract, it's friend. True. Well, mine is you know in economics, not in law. Also, it's not Harvard. So, what if you became a Detroit police officer? What what do you <laughs> how do you think this would be on? It'd be definitely on. Man. Yeah. We're gonna give you an iPad generation too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the missing ingredient: being a Detroit mm-hmm. police officer. It's true. I considered it. So, well, jumping ahead, we quickly get to uh, Tony's place. Where uh, former or current, I should say, police officer Tony is freaking out, freaking out hardcore. Is this Jake from Goonies? Yes. Yeah. Another Goonies member. This is the. Uh, yeah, I didn't catch the uh, the other uh, the mom, but I, I clearly caught this guy from Goonies. Um, he's freaking. He's yeah, not Rob- having a good day. You called Robert right? Daddy. Freaking out. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Gabe, how many insects do you think he magically thought were on his body at this point in time? Quite a few. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I can't count. Can you scratch away the guilt? No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to say. What is he freaking out about? People are after him. Um, yeah. So, the, the, like, the, yeah, the, like the law people in the beginning were offed. Uh, they're finding that there's a trail of witnesses and people that have talked against Craig T. Nelson and his company. And this guy's like, man, I've arrested people. Like, I'm next. Um, he's not incorrect. And people are freaking out. And this guy is tweaked out of his mind on... Mm-hmm an array of pills and probably various other things and has clearly not slept in days, which is noted uh, later on. Yeah. 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 Is the, is the next it. scene where they go to Joey's elite club? Oh, he kind of lets it yeah, slip. The nightclub. Um, Action Jackson kind of pieces it together that Delafane is the guy responsible that's right. Oh, okay, no, no, no. This oh. conversation. Yes, he, and he does it very tactfully. He goes, huh, I'm going to give you three guesses, and the first two oh. are right. <laughs> that's it. That's, it. About that. that's how I like to talk to people. <laughs> little, little games. Gabe, I'm going to give you a drink, and uh, you're picking number three. <laughs> you have three choices. <laughs> well, I and mean, this is where we see Donja again. Mike, back to Donja. But yeah, Donja's here. <laughs> um, Who is Vanity? Who is Sydney in this movie? Yeah, the song that she's singing so, totally sucks. Oh yeah, it, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, and then when the song's over, Coach makes a really bad <laughs> boner joke. I think. Oh. And he's sitting there like a real weirdo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The 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 joke. Yeah, I might have this written down somewhere. It was really, really, really. Because really if you bad. don't, I do. Okay. Yeah. What's the joke? 
Vanity walks off the stage and says, I thought you were going to give me a standing ovation. And Coach, who was sitting down, says, oh, I did. Yeah, gross. <laughs> and I assume he's talking about his, his dick being standing. You don't need to assume. No. You know. <laughs> yeah, he was talking about that. See, that guy's typecast in my head as Coach, so every time he does something like That's the thing that Coach weird. would say. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. true. Though, yeah, and the one thing we, we do know is Carl Weathers has a solid backstory. Him and Tony used to run track together. <laughs> There's not really expanded on, but could have been for a day, could have yeah. been for years. Doesn't matter. <laughs> they, they ran once. <laughs> I don't know. Yep. Yeah, but we're at that club, and then uh, isn't this where like Craig T. Nelson brings Vanity to a weird room? And Yeah, they, they fuck, and then mm-hmm. he gives her heroin. They don't. Or maybe not. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Oh, so okay. this is the continuity problem, because it's it jumps back to Tony's place now with the, uh, yeah. with the UPS guy. Oh, is this where he, it's the, it's COD. And he just shoots. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tony's yeah. off. Tony's suspicions were correct. Hey, has, has anyone ever ordered anything COD? Yeah, is that real? <laughs> Not me, but okay. someone. It's drugs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe Tony. Th- yeah, Tony thought he was getting more drugs, but uh, That's to, true. to quote Kurt Cobain, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. Oh. And uh, oh, that dude's offed. He is uh, offed. Yeah. Oh, and the correction, it wasn't a UPS, it was an APS. APS, Oh, yeah, yeah. come on. <laughs> IPs, everybody. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't get anyone to lend their name to this movie. They tried. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they, they should have tried to have, like, a wrap-in endorsement, like uh, McDonald's Happy Meals, Action Jackson figures, come and get a Happy Meal. That's what was missing, the endorsements. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants a strung-out vanity toy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, there's like an old like 1920s uh, hypodermic needle in each Happy Meal. Right. Kids got to learn somewhere. <laughs> Maybe it's will be McDonald's. Hypodermic needle filled with their uh, shake. <laughs> it's like their free dessert. The hell was up with that needle anyway? When he's yeah. injecting her with... The, like they've had drug. disposable heroin needles for a while now. I feel. Right, yeah, that know? one was like glass and very lottie da. Like came in like a case. Right, it came like, in a yeah. case and it had like four handles on it. Right. It looked it was, like it took like five people to operate it. And right. as Mike noted, noted, like they had sex. Like not really. Vanity took off her top, did heroin, and passed out. They had sex after. Well, he did anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there so there's a lot of gross questions like in that. So that was extra weird and gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, but the next scene is where we meet Endo because this is Coach's karate practice time. Oh yeah, co- co- Coach uh, gets uh, some sparring lessons. Yeah, it seems like a real ass uh, as a sparring partner. I well, mean, he's just beating the shit out of this poor guy, right? But tricks him twice. Like yeah. I understand maybe even if you're a villain that. Maybe you don't want to beat the crap out of your sparring partner by tricking him in line. Like maybe on the battlefield, you do this very karate kid, you know, Cobra Kai style. But like he's like, give me your hand and then breaks it <laughs> or like twists right. it. Like, a, like, I don't know. It seems weird. Well, also only a total dick gets a guy to be a sparring partner who's like worse at karate than he is. Like what? Is he learning from this guy or do you just want a guy to beat up? I think it was insinuated that... Like the master or the student has become the master. Yeah. I took it as like this guy was his teacher. Yeah. You know? He was like over overcome the teachings I, of this martial arts. I, I, that's what I thought to too. I think that's what they wanted you to think. But in the end, they wanted you to know that Greg T. Nelson was the master. Well, Gabe already told us he only thinks of, about him as coach. So he went from football to martial well, artist. This is just an also, coach. 
We also jumped over a lunch scene where Action Jackson shows pictures of the, like, the dead body to Delaplane while he's having lunch with his wife and the, <laughs> uh, the auto union head. That's and yeah. yeah, they have like oh, some yeah. banter. Oh, yeah, that's next. Oh, yeah. The lunch scene where <laughs> Delaplane is having lunch with the union head. I can't remember what his name is. Nobody knows. But <laughs> Action Jackson burst in <laughs> and he's going to land Delaplane. He's got evidence like dead body pictures and he's going to expose him right in front of this lunch. But he doesn't know that he's having lunch with the union head and it's going to be a bad look. Yeah, and like as a union head, this guy, like a Detroit police officer, comes in with pictures of a dead body accusing Delaplane of something, and this guy's like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once we get through these scenes, uh, we get Sharon Stone in a shower, and uh, as Mike would know, my favorite of all solos comes in a nice steamy shower saxophone solo. Mm-hmm. And I just wrote, sax, no. <laughs> Uh, but Sharon Stone is, you know, drying her hair and overhears that one of the Craig T. Nelson, you think, you know, like hired servant is really just like a hired thug. He's a henchman. Plain, yeah, plain as day on the phone, like, yes, sir, he'll never find out. We'll kill him. <laughs> They'll never know. Like, oh, like, like blatantly emitting all these things. And Sharon Stone's like, this is kind of an interesting point. She doesn't think Craig T. Nelson is involved at all. And is like, oh, my God, that guy's guilty. Maybe Action Jackson, who I met, was right, but he got it all wrong. It's not my husband who's a dirty piece of shit. It's this guy it's on the this, phone. Yeah, it's, it's this fat henchman. <laughs> He's known as Fat Hench on the streets. <laughs> nice nickname. Yeah. yeah. Well, so she's trying to get the fuck out of the house, and Fat Henchman's like, oh, I'll, I'll give you a ride. But luckily, who shows up? Action Jackson shows up. Jericho, Jericho. Action Jackson. Um, and they just go for, they just drive around for a yeah. while. Him and Why Sharon not? Stone. Um, they're, they're walking somewhere and the UPS or the, the IPS guy. APS. APS. <laughs> he, that, that random henchman is driving a cab trying to, trying to knock him over. Uh, they leap out of the way. Oh, during the scene, Sharon yeah. did ask the question. Why do they call you? Action? Yeah, I, I, that was the question that was on my mind. Uh-huh. I wanted to know, and this scene provided it. And immediately, he just picks her up and throws her out of the way of this cab. And then he then he says, "I got to catch a cab." <laughs> and he yeah. he chases this cab leaps. down. He oh, well, he, he God, fucking yes. leaps. He is running alongside a cab that is speeding down the road, and he is keeping pace with it and looking in the window yeah. like oh, side by side. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I got you, yes. motherfucker. <laughs> Full speed because you can hear the tires screeching. And when he jumps on top of the cab, I did take a couple photos. Uh, those are not. <laughs> that is not going to be one of the icons we use. Uh, but at first, I was like, this might be the one. But there were better. There were better later on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he basically can fly in this scene. Um, and I don't even know what happens, but the cab like it launches off of something and explodes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and th- this might have been my favorite AJ line. Sharon Stone says, how do you do it? And he says, it's the clothes. <laughs> He's a professional. <laughs> he is, yeah. Oh, wait. Um, he corners Action Jackson in the car. And he's about to shoot him. 
<laughs> Action Jackson's like, no, no, you got to fight me like a man. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, all right, right, I'll mm-hmm. do it. And he puts the gun down and he's about to plow him with the car. And I can't remember it. Action Jackson dodges. jumps over yeah. the car mm-hmm. like oh, a God. move from Akira. Right. And uh, the car flips the car and it flips runs into a building that's clearly out of code because it just <laughs> destroys this building. And it's just destroyed. just remember th- this move of put down your gun and fight me one on one for honor. This does come back later on. And, oh, yes. And uh, I feel this is a very rush hour move. Uh, this is what uh, happens at the end of Rush Hour. Oh uh, yeah, I I don't like the move at all in movies like this. This the yeah. fight me like a man scene. I like the one in Rush Hour. There's a little twist. That one was fine. Yeah, <laughs> but here, nah. This guy clearly was a hired assassin. Just right. puts the gun down. Well, now later on, Sharon Stone is back at home with with Delapois, and she because she's a fucking moron. She still doesn't think that he is the one doing all this. So he, she's trying to explain to him. She's like, no, like, you know, I, I asked him for help. Cause like your fat assistant is a bad guy. Um, do, doesn't work out well for Sharon Stone. No, no. He kills Sharon Stone. Spoiler. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, her, her being so naive, uh, that he is not involved with this is her undoing. As she tried to get to him first, there was like some weird gunplay scene where she, they're hugging and she's like, I'm going to grab your gun that's tucked in. Yeah, I didn't really know what was going on. Yeah, <laughs> it's also like a really weird dynamic, too. I mean, even if she's like, OK, cool, maybe, you know, Action Jackson was telling the truth and he's trying to help. He still ripped off the arm of the dude you're a, or a yeah. son of the dude you're about to marry. Like, there's clearly aggression on each end. You're never going to mend fences on this. Like, what? What in the world? But yeah, super weird. Yeah. Take that world. Mm. But in the end, he eventually just ends Sharon Stone, and that's the end of her and, and seeing her sweet ass. Yeah. Well, he he she actually I wrote the quote down. She triggers the hell out of him. Uh, I think he maybe would have kept going with the relationship and the lies because he did like Craig T. Nelson. That is with Sharon Stone, but Sharon Stone goes. Uh, I just hope Sergeant Jackson will understand. Oh, I agree. Um, and and you could see Craig T. Nelson's like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, in one of the gun scenes, I think he took his gun out and he put it on a counter or something when she's going for it again and it's not there the second time. And he pulls it out and shoots her. And yeah. gives her yeah. a weird-ass kiss. And I think the bodyguards yeah, come he's, in. <laughs> and he's, he's still making out with her corpse. Yeah, like, yeah it's, they she's dead really on the ramped bed. up yeah. the creepiness Craig, on him. Craig D. Nelson's pretty gross in uh, all of this. Uh, <laughs> he's either like, drugging people or like making out with corpses. Um, I'm sure this is not on the reel on the way to get him the coach gig. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> we, we, we really this is at him. the top of his resume for the coach gig. Like, we, we really Action lo- Jackson. We, we really love the energy you brought to the table on Action Jackson. Can you bring yeah. that in like a college football situation? <laughs> yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> cool. You'll be on after Major Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's true, too, probably. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Now we're back at the club with Vanity. Oh I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. And this is the longest fucking song in the world. Oh yeah, I know. Oh my god, I know. Like, mm-hmm. why do we have to listen to a whole song? Really? Know. And uh, she's singing it directly to Action Jackson. Yeah. Uh, I just recently watched uh, a man named Otto with Tom Hanks. It is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It is 
one of the worst soundtracks I have ever heard in my life. Uh, the problem with it is it is more of a dramatic film and with like comedic moments. And they clearly got B-side Celine Dion's to do songs with like words relating to what's happening in the movie where something said it's like, you can't go on, but you can forever. And you're like, oh my God, like this is the most awfulness ever. Um, and the reason I'm saying this is, I agree with Mike, this song is epically long and terrible. Mm-hmm. Those are rough. Yeah. I think most of the songs are rough. Likely there's only two Trinity songs or Vanity Sydney. songs. Sydney. Vanity, Sydney, Ash, whatever. <laughs> there's only two of these, these songs, and they're not full length, so you can sit through them. They're all right. Yeah. And then uh, Action Jackson gets you know a little song and goes backstage, and then uh, uh, takes well, and a- we get we get introduced to Vanity's bodyguard, who is my favorite character this, uh, of the Jeremy? entire movie. Yes, yeah. can we all yeah. agree that Vanity's bodyguard is the best person in this movie? Yes, yeah. Chang. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Gabe. I think so. Hell yeah! That's my second favorite line. This guy has all my favorite lines. This guy is actually undoing Carl Weathers a little bit. I would be maybe a little pissed if I was Carl Weathers. But yeah, I totally agree. This bouncer is infinitely the best part of this movie. Yeah. It's a nice little back and forth between the bouncer and Carl Weathers as he's trying to get to Vanity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Action funny. Jackson just full full force punches this guy in the face, and he's just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that if anyone's see, ever seen Carl Weathers, Carl Weathers is jacked. This dude said <laughs> straight up he weighs 270 pounds. Yeah, this is Carl Weathers right after Predator. I mean, he's ripped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah there are many. After the scene, you can see his biceps. Oh, well, I mean, full like, swings at this Well, now, guy. like, throughout the movie, Carl Weathers may or may not have a shirt on. There's, like, just needless scenes where it's, like, take off her shirt and chain him to the wall. Um, and it's to show that this dude is jacked as hell. But, yeah, the bouncer... Uh, takes each hit to the face like a mosquito bite. Um, and Carl Weathers uh, rams him full force through a door. <laughs> There's a, kind of a comedic, comedic back and forth between them. It's like, I'm going to punch you. And the guy's like, yeah. <laughs> he mentioned something about being a passive Muslim or something. Yeah. <laughs> Carl Weathers like, uh, you're going to just throw me right through that wall, aren't you? Yeah. And sure enough, he does. He says, I don't recommend that course of action. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see uh, Sydney super high, yeah. super high. Yeah, and Carl Weathers sees her shooting up the heroin, and he's just like, "Heroin, huh?" <laughs> All right. No, Let's I think he asked. I think he asked, "Are you a diabetic?" Oh yeah. <laughs> that was that was him giving her a way out. Yeah. Yes. Just say yes. Well, yeah. uh, the next twenty minutes of this movie is basically Carl Weathers being upset that she's a heroin addict, and Vanity. Doing heroin and trying to fuck Carl Weathers. Yes. And the big thing now is the... Is the <laughs> she the, the, is unsuccessfully. The, oh, yeah. This is super weird. Um, she She's like, we're going to have sex. And he's like, nah, like 17 times. And she gets more and more pissy each and every time. Um, this is also the twist where uh, Sharon Stone's character is found dead. And they are now blaming Action Jackson for the murder. And he is on the loose. Rogue cop. Mm-hmm. Rogue cop doing rogue stuff. Rogue Again, shitty Detroit police work. Like, there nothing. Like, why is Action Jackson being blamed for this woman's death? They planted like, nothing her body points to it. His, they they planted her body in his apartment, which you don't see, but someone mentions in passing. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, it, it is set. Right. It is set for like one second. Yeah. 
and they go back to Vanity's place to hide out. Uh, a bomb explodes, so then they go to this weird hotel. And my first thought, Action Jackson loves his car and parks in the most sketch <laughs> alley in the world, doesn't even put the top up, just doesn't even make an allusion to this, and thinks his car is going to be okay the next day? Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it'll be fine. I'm in a detective this story. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> well, and that's not at Vanity's place. So she passes out, and right before she passes out on heroin, she's like, so are we going to fuck? And he's like, no. And she's like, all right. All right. <laughs> and then they, then, then they go to the Hotel Hoover, which is where the sketchy park job takes place. Yeah, I like, I like, the, I like the innkeeper here. Yeah, no, he's great. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy doesn't good. seem to care about anything. The other boxer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he has some like, weird backstory that he was like a very great boxer. Another person yeah. that really likes Action Jackson and does have respect for him. Um, and he's like, yeah, I need to go upstairs. He basically, I have a, some weird quote. I can't remember what he says, but he needs, uh, oh no, she needs to go upstairs. And the, the term is, she's got a sweet tooth. Highlighting <laughs> she's a drug addict and uh, and uh, she's going to she's going to detox and it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is. He's got a I, I don't want to say it's him. His, his voice is iconic. He has a ah, you guys I, I can't do it. He, he he is in uh weird science and he's like, "Oh, can't do it in the yeah. family jewels." <laughs> 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 Damn! Once you hear his voice, you'll recognize I love it that from guy. other things. But yeah, he's he's good in this. Yeah. Um. So the the next morning, this is where Action Jackson walks out to find his car all <laughs> fucked up. He gets his police ID pickpocketed, which I believe had no impact on the plot at all. But it's a, it's no. a tie back to that guy in the beginning, right? So the guy oh, pickpocketed. Action Jackson is so kerfuffled with Sydney that he haphazardly walks out and this dude gets a uh, real easy shot at him and picks his wallet. And you guys right. remember what he says when he sees that he opens his wallet and sees the badge and everything? Yes, I do. He looks at the badge and he notices, oh shit, he took Action Jackson's ID. Yeah. He goes, fuck a duck. <laughs> and th- throws it right to the ground. Doesn't even take the money out, just throws it right to the ground. Best line in the movie right yeah. there for me. <laughs> so now Action Jackson goes to some shady bar looking for a guy named Papa Doc. Yeah. And you, I, you don't know about Papa, Papa Doc, Doc and, and his testicles? I don't know why. Well, but, but I did love this part. Well, when you look for ancient holy testicles in a pool hall, that's where you find them. All right. Well, yeah. So he, he walks in. He's like, hey, where's Papa Doc? And the, the first guy's like, I don't know who that is. And he's like, Papa Doc, I know he's here. And he's like, okay, he's, he's back here. And he shows him this cabinet with what is very clearly testicles in a jar. Well, this makes me want to ask Gabe and Chang, where mm-hmm. do you keep your jarred testicles in your house in where Oklahoma? Do you? Like, in Oklahoma, what do you do with your, with your jarred testicles? From your enemies, of course. And I don't mean, like, cattle or things you might have, like Rocky Mountain oysters. Um, yeah. I mean, from, from the slain enemies that you, you have collected there. On the fireplace mantle. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know. That's what they are. Oh. Yeah. That's what those are, yeah. Uh, Gabe also texted me that he keeps one under a pillow and makes a little wish each That's night. True. Oh, nice. <laughs> little ball test, wish? Testicle test, <laughs> test fairy. Yeah. I don't want to make a ball wish. No. What if it doesn't come true? 
<laughs> well, neither neither does Action Jackson, because as he's holding this ball of te- this ball, this jar of testicles, he's like, "What's what's this? Where's Papa Doc?" And the crazy guy behind him is like, "It's his balls." Um, and then a bunch of other guys come out, and we find out that. They say a bunch of things. They're going to throw him a blanket party, um, <laughs> but they're, they're, they're clearly going to cut his balls off. I had a quote, take a Tom Slick like you and have a bl- little blanket party. There you go. Yeah. And, you he's know, being interrogated yeah. by a bunch of, uh, yeah, but he's playing it tough. He's, you know, he's not giving him any leeway. And the one guy's like, don't diss me. It's hot dog time. <laughs> and he's I not, you don't want it to be hot. He's dog not time. looking forward to it being hot dog time. <laughs> um, but this, this now transitions into the stupidest part of this movie where vanity comes in Oh God! and she's like, Oh, what are you doing? Oh yeah. He's an idiot. And then he, he does like this weird Southern Baptist preacher thing where he like fakes him out because they think he's oh, yeah. like a mental patient or something. Right. I don't know. Like this was it, fucking stupid. It, it is stupid because this movie like all of a sudden became Fletch for yeah, like a moment. Right. Yeah. But, like, like it doesn't work because there was no like pretense to someone doing any of these like bits. But yeah, like it's super super weird. Yeah, and then all the guys are like, "This guy's crazy." Like, why? Because he's like, "Find the faith in you." And he's just really clapping his hands. Right. I mean, and he's he jacked can, as hell. But then he beats the shit out of everybody. See, that's where everyone went wrong. Yeah. You don't. You don't have a crazy preacher. Just turn. You know. You don't turn your back on that person. No. Yeah. Who was Papa Doc? I, this whole a, the whole scene was there for an action scene and served no other purpose. Right. Like yeah. and also Papa Doc reminds me like is that a Star Wars character? Like I, it's just very bizarre. Or yeah. Papa John. No, it's Papa. <laughs> Did we ever? We never got the Papa Doc. No, he goes. Like no, that. no, yeah, he goes immediately back to the innkeeper and he's like, "I could have told you about Papa oh, Doc. Right. They have his testicles in a drawer." He's like, "Thanks, Great. I just saw." <laughs> so all of that mm-hmm. for nothing. Yeah, in the family jewels. And so yeah, so the, I have it right here. Like the whole scene, no information goes back to the hotel to the <laughs> the old boxer guy. And they're like, "Hey." We're Nothing that. from there. Thanks a lot, asshole. He's like, oh, yeah, you should go see the barber then. And yeah. like, the barber, the barber knows fucking everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Also, Sydney's gone. Or is that before or after? I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, he she's back, not yeah, with he, him at no. the barber yeah, show. Yeah, so he goes back to the hotel and he's like, where's Sydney? He's like, I don't know. He's like, he, the, the, she he was with you no, she's gone. Ago. He goes to the barber shop. And by the way, the barber shop. I think what? she might. I don't know if she's some famous singer or whatnot, but yeah. she knows. She knows everything. She's oh, like, yeah. yeah. He unlays the whole plot out. Basically, yeah, he's like, yeah, like, yeah. Sorry, I have no money. Like, hey, no, no like, problem. How the fuck no, does this lady know all this stuff? No problem for you. Action. Anything you ever need. He's like, thanks. So he gets a little haircut. And, yeah. You know, gratis. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, then goes back and oh yeah, back at the hotel. And where, she's where's not there. Yeah, where's Sydney? Uh, well, she she didn't come out through the front door. Oh, she's in room three hundred three. Yeah, she's in room three hundred three doing drugs. Like that guy is super aware of it. So uh, shout out Jeremy to uh, Colorado three hundred three is our predominant uh, yeah. area code. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you noted that too, Paul. Boom, that's our Colorado <laughs> connection in this. <laughs> three hundred three is where you get drugs. That's where you get the smack, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So she's doing a lot of drugs. She's having a grand old time. Yeah. She's getting fixed up by another weirdo in another room. Was this his room or I can't. This I, dude goes from zero to ape shit insane instantaneously. And <laughs> I, I love, love everything yeah. that happens here. <laughs> he burst in and he's 
literally injecting vanity with mm-hmm. drugs and he's like oh no it's on <laughs> he gets wild eyes and this is like the out comes the knife yeah the bucket, <laughs> like the 12 inch blade I, I, I do want to make one note on vanity she will do i'm not like making fun of anyone who has ever had an addiction yeah she will do anything for drugs it is abundantly clear all throughout this movie i just want to make note of that for how it's the one real thing like a heroin addict will do anything and for drugs. Until we get to the very end of the film and something she says. Like, <laughs> right. I definitely want to make note of this. Like, she does yeah. completely ruin the realism with one note at the very end. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> right. Award-winning. Award-winning scripts. I so The whole fight with this guy is great. My favorite is the conclusion of it where Action Jackson throws him out of a window and you see it from street level, but he just gets thrown from one building into a window on the next building. <laughs> I w- we, and we know we, we don't know what happened to him. He's, he may, maybe he's dead. I don't know. Yeah, he's gone. But he, he ended up in someone's living room. Mike, in Detroit, we call that the Detroit Christmas gift. I see. Yeah, it's usually done in the month of December, but Action Jackson doesn't play by seasonal rules. Okay. I think as this happens, the other like cops are moving in on. Yeah, him. yeah, we get Biff the cops, Thompson, and his partners back. Yeah, and they run up there because uh, they're looking again. Their uh, uh, yeah. pursuit is he is a. Murderer. These two cops have a massive uh, patrol area. They're oh, yeah. patrolling all yeah. of Detroit. <laughs> There's only two patrol cops in all of Detroit. <laughs> I think we met. In, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you awesome. only need two when you've got a DeLorean that goes through time. You could check everything. <laughs> Boom. At least they have like police banter among them. That's like typical and you can use for drag out time. Well, as as these two cops are running up to uh, apprehend Action Jackson, uh, Vanity and him jump out a window, uh, steal the cop car. My question is, are the keys just in the ignition of the car on a Detroit street? Yeah. Uh, the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And they drive off in that car very quickly. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, Jeremy, you mentioned the uh, incompetence of the Detroit Police Department in this movie, at least. They try and commandeer a, <laughs> a car behind it, and the woman's like, nah. And she just drives yeah, off like, right. You. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally know that. Yeah, the, the two cops are like, oh my God, they stole our cop car. And then Lamar's totally right. They try to commandeer this other car, and the woman goes, F you, and drives. <laughs> she, she says, the fuck you are, and drives off. And I'm glad you said that, because I say that a lot. <laughs> and it was nice to hear it on film. Nice. Yeah. Um, the next scene I didn't really understand. Oh, so, okay. So Vanity is not willing to testify against Craig T. Nelson. He's like, you've got to get on board. You are now the link. Also, probably alluding to, you could probably clear my name. So his brilliant plan is this drugged up woman who's probably... Yeah, exactly. Like, fluish, sick, etc. He cranks the car to 90 plus miles an hour and says, I'm going to run this into a wall unless you cooperate and start playing ball and testify. That's, that's what happens. And she agrees. So that's so. why she lures that guy that we've never seen before to a construction site? I think she's just agreeing to... She's really strung out. She's going for... A, she's hooking for a fix at this point. And then Action Jackson just kind of like snaps her back with this little maneuver. Well, because... No, so she goes to a bar and then gets... Uh, the one Red of, Devil Bar. Yeah. The, yeah. Craig T. Nelson, one of his informants or henchmen or whatever is at the bar. He's setting up some like crooked business deal and she's aware of it. 
So she's like, oh, I'm a representative of him. Come with me. And he goes, I don't believe it. And she's like, whatever. And he's like, okay, maybe I believe it. So she tricks him. <laughs> and uh, then they go to a weirdo water facility. I, sure. What kind of factory is this? Like, I don't But But also, she brings that guy to talk to Action Jackson. But also, all of Delapois' thugs are there. There was a lot happening at that water treatment plant. And I didn't fully understand I why. I think... But Action Jackson tried to set him up, but he got set up. So is a triple setup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now we see Vanity's bouncer sneaking around still. Like this guy has been in the background a little bit. I think there might have been one other shadowy note of him. Yeah. But this guy is sneaking around, and you don't really know what's going on with this guy. Yeah. The bouncer is the only person in the movie that has any degree of intelligence. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I would say I disagree with you that he should call the cops, but knowing the cops that we're dealing with in this movie, yeah. that is yeah, correct. You don't call the Detroit Police Department. <laughs> no. You take care of business on your own. So I'm in the middle of nowhere at a big uh, rusted out metal factory. Uh, I'm chasing some people. Mm, we're good. <laughs> they yeah. call us later. <laughs> well, yeah, so Delapois got Action Jackson kind of tied up. He explains the plot of the movie to him, um, tells him he wants him to die. And then leaves. As one does. As Very one Austin, does, yeah. Austin yeah. Powers move. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that this is when the bodyguard, I believe he said, hello, I'm Mr. Ed. <laughs> and comes down from a chain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and just like swings in and starts wrecking shop. Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. You called about a paint job did you hear <laughs> that line really, no i don't, I don't was, remember calling but <laughs> no that's right it was a car plant because they're trying to flambe ah, action jackson now, with a welding it. torch in the paint gun okay ah. yeah yeah that does make more sense but it seems yeah. like it's in the middle of nowhere it is in the middle of nowhere. and it's clearly in california because there's no area <laughs> right. where there's a car plant like this in detroit yeah so they they tussle action jackson gets out and they start killing the thugs um action jackson gets the 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 welding torch that was about to be used on him. And this upset me because he, he points it at one of the thugs and says, chill out and flamethrowers. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. Like, also in my notes. This is the, like so many things you could say. Chill uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I got it to you, Paul. Yeah. yeah. Chill out. Like, like you're on fire. Yeah. Baby. Lame. Like, or, no, it looks like you're all hot and bothered. Some, anything, anything else. How about, I don't know my elements. And then he just blasts <laughs> yeah, right. I, I like the line. It was, that it was totally unwarranted but the guy that he shot with the flamethrower he was carrying a um like a gasoline tank mm-hmm. which oh, yeah. caused the whole explosion when carl put that flamethrower and, on. and yeah. that was the toughest of all thugs that was like the longer haired blonde dude and yeah. that was the guy from the beginning just like breaking through windows uh ninjutsu his way through everything um that guy was like again like needlessly overqualified for the skills that were yeah. needed. Like you basically just needed to be like, go shoot those people's like, no, no. <laughs> Did you by shoot people? Do you mean break through window and ceiling? I understand what you're saying. Mm. His next killing line was better though. Cause he, he shoots a barbecue. Yeah. He's a, how do you like your ribs? Right before he shoots like a grenade into someone's, Ribs. Yeah, like his chest cavity. Yeah. It's like a dude with a grenade launcher, like running him down, yeah. <laughs> and somehow he finagles the grenade launcher from him and drops that line. I like that. Yeah, I also like that Craig D. Nelson, much like a villain, is always just hosting a party. There's like, yeah, the well-off well, like elite. <clears throat> so before, before like that action scene where he, they, like some of those assassins get killed, Craig T. Nelson lays out the entire plan 
to Action Jackson and Doctor Evil like, style. And, yeah, like Doctor Evil style, and he says like, "We're gonna frame you for killing the head of the auto union, Aww. and we're gonna do it by putting your shirt." on this other black guy <laughs> and nobody will question that yeah <laughs> like he, what he has the <laughs> ultimate racist line he <laughs> leans in to carl weathers and whispers and he's like a lot of people at this party wouldn't be able to tell the difference <laughs> to uh, most of my guests you all yeah, look yeah, alike yeah, anyway yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, and i wrote that in my notes i'm like why did you have to be a racist villain like come on man like can't you just be in it for the money they snuck that <laughs> line in kind of in the end it's like that's the only line that insinuates that, yeah, there's a little ah, racism play. But if you take that line out, it's yeah. just a totally normal evil villain. And now we're That was a weird line to add in. I, I don't yeah, know. It was, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> well, once the bouncer is broken free and everyone's dead, or broken Action Jackson free and everyone's dead, we're really at this party where mm-hmm. Craig T. Nelson is trying to make announcements and things are going wrong. Yeah. Um, the guy that's supposed to be Action Jackson is up in a tree with a sniper rifle. Uh, Action Jackson somehow got into this party. And swings off the Christmas lights. Yeah. <laughs> not only him, but his, like, friends. He brought, oh, he his brought crew. He brought everyone he knew. <laughs> they did not have a good door guy at this party, I guess. I will say, Gabe was part of this, and we noted that our friend Reg, if he's ever on it, should be part of this, that there was a moment that me, Mike, Gabe, and our other friend uh, just straight up walked into a party once. That yeah. was near Gabe's house, and that. we just walked in. We just walked in, and there was a party, and people were like, who are you? And the party continued. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't matter who we were. Yeah, it didn't matter. It was great. Um, yeah, so we're, we're basically, we're, we're running up onto the end here. Uh, yeah, this assassin's dead, and yeah. now, now the pandemonium. Ah, what's going on? Craig T. Nelson is probably a villain. Everyone realizes everything that we've always known. Right. And uh, Action Jackson gets a gun from his partner. Like, hey, I shouldn't do this, but what the hell? Here's a gun. Go kill Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> right. And Craig T. Nelson uh, gets the jump on Vanity, but call back. Why don't you do this like a real man? Um, that uh, Craig T. Nelson taunts after, like, you know, uh, uh, Carl Weathers gets the upper hand. Taunts Carl Weathers. Put down your gun. Let's do this one on one. Well, fight. we need to we need to discuss how Carl Weathers gets. Oh yeah. To confront oh yeah. Sorry, Craig sorry, <laughs> sorry. Because sorry. that's a huge fucking thing, man. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I am jumping the gun into a fight. Uh, Mike uh, knows a lot about cars. Uh, maybe you want to tell us how he takes this sweet ride. Yeah, he he hops into I don't remember what what was the car manufacturer called the Haley the Haley yeah with the Pontiac Fiero, and he basically just drives it into and through this house. Mm-hmm. I think up some stairs. Um, he drives it into the house. Yeah, yeah. Like kills some people <laughs> with the car, uh-huh. then like reverses, drives up the stairs like around a corner mm-hmm. down a hallway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like fucking who knew who knew a pontiac you know would yeah. do that we get the, it's that rear engine it's that's where the performance is at mm-hmm. um <laughs> and now we're at the fight now we're and, at the fight and, and now we are disarmed with guns and now it's one-on-one well and this is great because this is like the reverse dr evil this is where vanity is doing the scott evil like hey hey action just fucking shoot him. Yeah. Can you please just shoot <laughs> this just guy? Shoot him. Yeah. shoot him right now. And he's like, no, no, no. I got to beat the shit out of him first. Listen, listen, listen Sydney. This is just, just not how yeah. it's, this is just Here, not how it's done. Here, here's some heroin. Just yeah. pass out. Just, and let us do just our play thing. It cool here, okay. For a second. 
And so, yeah, Craig T. Nelson is beating the holy hell out of Carl Weathers. Roundhouse kick after roundhouse kick after roundhouse kick. Carl Weathers takes a straight face. Now you're really pissed, man. <laughs> and the trumpet's kicked in. The yep. trumpet's yeah. literally uh. kicked in. <laughs> and then Carl Weathers just goes on the all offense and just, yeah. uh, Craig T. Nelson gets his comeuppance. Uh, now you pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, and then Trey turns. Dell pulls the gun because he's a jackass. He didn't want to honor his one-on-one thing. No. But um, Carl Weathers has a gun, too. I don't know where he got it. Where did he get it? Who knows? He just had it. Carl Weathers. Uh, From his prison perch. Yeah, they they, they materialize. It's like Harry Potter. They just, you know. I think you hear two shots, but I only see uh, Craig T. Nelson go down. But you clearly see that. Yeah. yeah. Carl Weathers does get shot in the shoulder. Yeah, he he gets gets shot shot in the shoulder. I didn't see that. Yeah, because Vanity's like, how did he miss? And he's like, oh, he he, he, he didn't. He didn't. Okay. Yeah, he's like, he didn't. And then she peels back part of his shirt and he's just bleeding. Oh, right. But he's Carl Weathers. He's He's fine. He just flexed the bullet out. And then, yeah, the captain (laughs) breaks in and he's like, good job. I knew you had it in all your (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I didn't see when he was shot the first time. Yeah, you had the power all along, Action Jackson. Yeah, you're a lieutenant again. Yeah, you're a lieutenant again. It's great. And my favorite part. Sydney's like, I want a relationship with you. I stopped doing drugs. He's like, really? He's like, yeah, I quit cold turkey. And, and he's, he's, he's super happy. He's like, that's great. He's right. like, fuck yeah, you did. Yeah, quit cold Congratulations. Turkey five hours ago. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and that, that, yeah, that kind of wraps up uh, Action Jackson. Yeah, that's that making the, that out was the, the shortest end. ending ever. Yeah, it you, really I, was. Uh, wow. Yeah, he was not in for a sexual relationship. Now she quit cold turkey. They make out. Credits roll. Mm-hmm. Boom. Epic. That was the action, Jackson, that you needed in your life. Yeah, I mean, it, this is a typical '80s action movie, right here. I, I loved it. This is a late '80s movie that's trying to emulate a mid or early action eight, '80s movie. And it kind of missed in a lot of aspects, but you get that 80s movie feeling Feel, when you yeah. watch it. That's true. Yes. That's a quick synopsis on mm-hmm. Action Jackson, and it, you know what? I enjoyed it. Cheng but, and yeah. Gabe, do you normally like 80s films? Not that it even has to be action-oriented. Do both of you like films from the 80s? Like, Would you gravitate towards them? Cheng never watches anything. Made probably before the 2000s. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Not so even, we even, not even so, the good ones. Yeah, we even <laughs> skipped the 90s. Yeah. All right. So uh, Armageddon is definitely one that you need to watch. You'll be changed forever. Oh, I love it. So. Okay. I don't even know <laughs> what to say about that. There you go. <laughs> Boom. Uh, Gabe, then you. 80s. Yeah, I love 80s. All 80s. Most of them. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Like I like this movie. There should have been more. This character should have been reprised. It was a total missed opportunity. Well, it was supposed they to be. were going to make a yeah. sequel. Yeah. Uh, was that an actual thing? They mm-hmm. were. It's, yeah. Well, what they just know. Yeah. I bet Carl <laughs> Weathers still looks great. They just replaced Carl Weathers. Don't this. replace him. Let's just bring him back. I bet he looks great. Yeah. To be fair, it took a while for the action to get started in his movies. Action Jackson. I was expecting a lot more fight scenes in the beginning. Um, yeah. I noted. I think it. The first fight scene is actually an hour into the movie. Before that, there's a car chase scene. There's some shooting scenes, but not a lot of fighting. So the action is in a different style. It's not just shoot them up, guns, and um, 
one-on-one fight scenes. It's more car chase and saving apparently drugged out drunkies from the, um, rich union busters. The biggest disappointment for me in this film comes from, uh, I, I, I told all of you guys that I saw parts of this movie, but I never saw it in full. That again, my uh, brother and I always joked at the trailer and it was, you ripped off his arm. He had a spare. I thought I was going to see it in the movie. I wish I got to see that. Mm-hmm. Just just an arm being ripped off. You know, Very hot tub time <laughs> machine. Like, when's he going to cut off his arm? Like, he's got the chainsaw. Yeah, I hate when I don't see a lot of um, the stuff in the trailer in the movies. It's just for the trailer only or edit it out. Well, I feel That's trailers like, nowadays are like eight minutes in length. And they're not even disjointed. I mean, I miss 80s trailers where they would not go like A to B to C in the film. It would just be like random yeah. scenes. Oh, yeah. But now trailers are like, here's straight up a summary of the yeah. film. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah, like, here's do I need to go there. see this? Right, right. Like, I know how this movie ends. You just showed me. I guess I just don't know the dialogue involved. Um, <laughs> good Lord. So, Gabe, uh, would you watch Action Jackson again? I'm not. <laughs> Chang's laughing I, that you wouldn't. <laughs> no, no, I would. I, I think she disliked it more than I did. I well, you you two uh, are married, and maybe you want to bring some uh, Action Jackson role playing in the bedroom. You could go like dress as Carl Weathers and Vanity, and you could have nightclub scenarios that you replay out. Um, She's into it. I could see it in her. Eyes. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you could get weird like needle kits and just fill it with like grape juice. Like, <laughs> like, be, be, be We're free basing grape juice, juice baby. Yeah. I think heroin just is the way- healthier than mainline <laughs> grape juice. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Chang, like, uh, you want things real? I don't feel well. <laughs> like, I actually put this in a needle. This is not okay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And then you could play some vanity songs and, you know. Yeah. Chang, you could take off Gabe's shirt and then chain him to two pillars in a car factory uh, for uh, no reason. Paul, you're assuming that's already not happening. <laughs> well, then, I, I, I don't know why I'm not getting the OnlyFans link that you should be posting on Rabbit Trip You will. You will. Well, that leads me to something. Uh, if you want to hit us up uh, at any time, write us at rabbittroopsuckspodcast at gmail.com. Visit our OnlyFans. Visit our OnlyFans uh, starring <laughs> Gabe and his Action Jackson sexy cosplay. Um, yeah, the OnlyFans site is where you're, you guys will get to see me, actually, you know? <clears throat> yeah. You, <laughs> you, <laughs> the Zoom recordings of these. <laughs> Uh, hit us up on Instagram or Facebook or visit our website proper, rabbittroopsucks.com. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what's our final thoughts on Action Jackson mm-hmm. before I lead us to our next movie? I'll go that side. This movie was fun and stupid, and I liked it. Yeah. yeah. That's a great description of it. It was yeah. fun and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this movie will be enhanced by having a couple drinks. Uh, late night yeah. viewing with some friends. Don't take it too seriously. I mean, that's why we went into it. I think that was the call and shout out that all of you guys were like, I want to do more 80s, maybe early 90s na- action. Um, yeah, I'm glad this gym was in there. Yeah. I don't know who recommended it. I mean, it was you. I remember we were talking about it on a couple episodes ago. Just someone blurted it out. And <laughs> I'm glad it went down this path because I can't believe I never seen this movie. We had the action. Mm-hmm. And we have the Jackson. We have the beat. Yeah. We we got the beat. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Wow. Gabe, Chang, just silence. 
No, I liked the movie. Yeah, it was a little bit, you know, abstract for me, but yeah. Yeah. It, it had that good '80s feel to it, so you know. Did it give you good vibrations? Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, next time, on kind of a slightly sad note, but a total homage. Mike and I will be watching Deep Rising from 1998 uh, as an homage to the recent passing of Treat Williams. So join us for some tentacle monsters. Join us for some chaos. Join us for all the things that we love. Um, Anything else you want to add, Jeremy? Yeah, I'm actually kind of excited. I'm going to watch deep rising before i listen to the podcast because Mm -hmm. it's i've seen that movie and it's been a while since i've seen it like i think i've seen it one time yeah but then never again so i should definitely watch that i uh, I think i can speak for all of us when i say you're in for a real treat (laughs) oh man wow with that you can't (laughs) stop that as always rabbit troop sucks (laughs) 